Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Tammy. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Thank you. I'm great. How about yourself? Excellent. Doing awesome. I got your three headlines here. If you could pick the real one, you're going to go to Whitewater Express Car Wash. Okay. All right. So here we go. Which one is real? Is it a a landlord secretly Airbnb'd someone's apartment while they were on vacation? Is it B, woman catches husband cheating so she sells his riding mower and golf clubs? Or C, guy sells rental car to gang of bicycle thieves for 175 bucks and a Schwinn 10-speed? Um, let's go with B. No, it's not B. It's the landlord today. Could you imagine? No. Yeah, ever thought about renting your place out on Airbnb when you go on vacation, Tim? You know, like one of your tenants goes on vacation, you're like, oh, she's going to be gone for two weeks. Uh, no, that would be very bad. It feels like it should also be illegal. (laughs) I mean, I understand, you know, you make some double money on it, right? Right. I get that. But you're going to get caught. What if Taylor Swift was in town? I mean, you could have made a mint. Oh, wow. Right? Can you imagine? We did ni- We did a nice... Uh, you could have made a mint. Mighty sum. Yes, that, yeah. that weekend. What did you do? Double, triple, quadruple? We have a tool that automatically does it, so I don't know what it ended up being. Oh, okay. But I know it that adjusts. It, but I know what the total for that month was, and it was significantly more than the usual summer gotcha. month. Bonkers, wow. So I put that up against, you know, that's cool. got to be the Taylor Swift That's got to be it, yeah. So this guy in California recently went to Vancouver for a few months to spend time with his family. Okay. A few months. Yeah. I mean, I assume he can work remotely, um, but he's got a one-year lease, right? Mm-hmm. He understood that, and he kept paying the rent because eventually he's going to come back. He gets back, <laughs> and a bunch of his stuff is missing. <laughs> his PlayStation's gone. Not good. His computer is gone. His PlayStation is gone? That sucks. That sucks to come home and your PlayStation is gone. Uh, (laughs) I've lived that. (laughs) It's a terrible feeling. Yeah. You feel so violated. Oh. Yes. You're not the first person to have gone through that. She's the one that got away, guys. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Took it. Uh, He had a firearm that he couldn't find, so that was missing. This oh, is insane. he files a plea. He calls the police and uh, says, ah, I think I've been robbed. You know, I've been gone for a few months and all, a lot of my stuff is gone. But there was no sign of a break-in or anything. Turned out it's because there had not been a break-in. His place had been rented out on Airbnb by his own landlord. Wow. So was this the landlord hiding everything so that people wouldn't steal his stuff? Like, did the landlord go in and put away his goodies? Uh, That's what I'm assuming. I I don't know what. It's very possible the stuff was just taken. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So here's what happened. He told the landlord that he was going to be in town all out of town all that time. But he was like, you know, don't worry. I know I got a lease. I'm going to continue to pay the rent. I just won't be there. 
So the landlord is thinking about this, and he realizes he could make a little extra cash by renting the place out without telling the tenants. You know, what does the tenant care? He's going to be gone. Right, we'll never know, right. right? So now they're trying to claim they did they did nothing wrong, and they're refusing to pay for the stuff that got stolen. Oh, so it was stolen. Yeah, the guy posted about it in a Reddit group where lawyers, if you've ever been on that thing, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes lawyers will give out free legal advice, and they're all telling him he should sue the landlord. Because they say that his landlord violated his, quote-unquote, reasonable expectation of privacy. So he could end up getting a lot more money than what his old PlayStation was worth. Wow. It sounds like he's got a solid case. Yes. Crazy. Isn't that wild? That is. Yep. Humans. Uh And she's the one that got away, guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun Robbie Rob. I was just thinking about him yesterday. Why was I thinking about him yesterday? Were you wanting or something? Think about him all the time. (laughs) Were you wanting to play a little PlayStation and you said, whatever happened to my PlayStation? I don't know. Well, he's he's outsed us totally. None Are of we? And then nobody I can get in? I haven't been able to find him since he Have was been studying able to get Spanish in? and that starting that HVAC company. <laughs> yeah, I... He's on it, LinkedIn. You So there was one day when Jen, it wasn't that long ago, Jen starts doing like a private eye search on Facebook trying to find him. And I think you... <laughs> did you find him? Did you locate him? I, I don't remember. Because then we, that prompted did, me found- to start looking. And I found our old Facebook back and forth and it said Facebook user. Oh, which yeah, tells me... That it's yeah, he's the... He, I don't see him on... I'm not... I don't see him on Facebook. Maybe we found oh. him on LinkedIn. It was LinkedIn oh, that that's he was what doing. Was. He was studying Spanish at that one school. <laughs> yeah. And he was calling himself bilingual. And then it, he created or was working for an HVAC company. I did a deep dive on him, obviously. Yeah. It's I have been all a bit. His ins and outs. Well, you're very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> if this job doesn't pan yeah. out, I'm going to do one of those be citizen one of those courses people. where I get to be a CSI. <laughs> if it exists, she will find you. <laughs> All right, 7.15, we got a classic second date update you might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. Next. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's 740 and 65 degrees. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We're going to head at a hot and humid day today. Definitely hotter than yesterday and... Tomorrow, even hotter as we approach the weekend. Friday's expected high close to 100. Woo! Yeah. It's our turn. Right. Coming up, how'd you like a job as a full-time child? And the smartest thing to do after someone hits your car. It is Tuesday, the 25th of July of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here's your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. 
Uh, this is another office trend I'm about to share with you that was not possible just a few years ago. Working nine to five in one solid chunk is a lot less common than it used to be. Instead, well, it's a lot. It's a lot to expect someone to focus for that long of a time all in a row. Well, you get a lunch break. You get a little coffee break, yeah. I would imagine. If you smoke. A midday walk. <laughs> smoke, right. Yeah. Bust outside for 510. But we are seeing more and more people working until late afternoon, skipping out early, taking an extended break to do this, that, or the other thing, and then logging back in before bed to finish up. The term for it is a triple peak day because there are three different times when productivity spikes now ever since COVID. There used to be two peaks. It would be like right Mm -hmm. around 11 a.m. and again at 3 p.m. But now there's actually a third one around 10 p.m. Right before bed. Right before bed. People are using, this is the basic bottom line, people are using their flex hours to leave work early to beat the traffic or go pick up their kids. I understand this so far. Okay. Don't you? Like, I'm working. Oh, my gosh. I got to leave at one because the school is getting out at two today. Right. For no reason. And so you do all that stuff you got to do. And then later, when you have time again... After dinner and everything else and the kids have been put to bed, they log back in at home before bed to finish a project or deal with whatever leftover emails came in. Yeah, I mean, I understand like sports practices. Jen, mm-hmm. you're constantly mm-hmm. running on the go, on the Jacob. go all the time. Right. Yeah. And by the time you get him to lay down, you could go back on for your eight to midnight shift. <laughs> I don't like I understand that laying in bed or like, you know, sitting on the couch watching TV, kind of catching up on some things. If they're using their time to leave early, does that mean they have to do that later? Because I, I it's a coin toss if I'm going to remember. Well, because it's flex yeah. time, so they yeah, have right. to probably be online yeah. for eight hours a day, whether it's you know eight to noon and then four to eight. Well, that's the option they have, but management does not love it because it delays everything. Like if they send someone an email at three, if, let's say three thirty. They might not hear back for seven hours. Yeah, see, yeah. I don't like that either because I'm very much a get it off the plate kind of person. I'm the same, same as you, and I want to shut it down at five. Yeah, five thirty at the very yeah. latest. I mean, how good are you guys though? At uh, how often after we leave here during the day do you go back and check your email? Oh my Once god! Before five o'clock, and I usually wait until five or five thirty. And you then know, you do let it. them all come in. Yeah, yeah. I and then I take, shut it down when I leave here. Like if I have. Like a lot of times after the show, we'll do videos or, you know, commercials, Mm -hmm. other things like that. So then I take a break and then I have to go home, do my home stuff, Mm -hmm. like start the laundry, walk the dog, do whatever. And right before I like get the summer camp pickup, I roll through it and just say, is there anything pressing? Because I don't want to hold other people up. Right. But I got to tell you that back in the day, you know, we used to be able to get our emails on our phone. It would just show up like if you had an iPhone, you could just add your company email to your list of email addresses and it would just it would ping you and you could check it multiple times a day easily. Now we got to go through this like Microsoft thing that we got to log into and I got to refresh it. And it just it, it takes a few extra steps. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I hated it. And now I love it because it discourages me from logging into it and i i find that less stressful overall i just check it 
one more time later in the day, close to 5 or 5.30. Make sure all the emails have come in. If there's anything pressing, mm -hmm. I'll address it then. And then I'm, by 6 o'clock, I'm logged off. I'm out of work. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm living my life. That's what I like to do, too. Because at night, I feel like my family deserves my attention. Like they, exactly. you know, I feel like I need to connect with my kid and play tag or right. go out to dinner with my partner and not be a part of it. Yeah, I don't want to be dealing with work issues at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. But management doesn't love the way this is shaking out because it does delay everything. As I mentioned, you know, if they send someone an email, say, at 3.30, they're not going to hear back for seven hours. And if they schedule a meeting for 4 o'clock, half the staff is already gone. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some concern there that it could blur the lines even more between work hours and family time or me time or quality time, but it might not be possible to put that genie back in the bottles. Yeah, we're we'll, already there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll have to negotiate your own deal. I, I did suspect. see it though. I told you guys about it on our Facebook Live. Um, this morning that I was waiting on an answer. Tim and I are going to go shoot a video tomorrow. And I was waiting on the answer of, is this happening? Is this not happening? Because we got to do it and blah, 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 blah. And I woke up like, oh my gosh, I never heard back about that. And I'm going to have to track them down. And I went into my email and I got an email last night at 1146 p.m. that had the details there. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that person was working really mm -hmm. late. Well, I know people who work in sales. They have no limits, man. I mean, they check it multiple times a day because that's just how they roll. They have to. And they're they're just motivated that way, and that's the choice they make. Yeah. See, I don't know if I was in sales. I don't know if I'd want my clients to have my cell phone or just my email because I think sell, that would be hard if they were had that kind of access to me all the time. Well, yeah. and Jeff, you really, I mean, you 100% went off the grid on your vacation because yesterday morning when you came in, you were like, oh, wow, I've got 700 and blah, Something, blah, blah yeah, emails to, to look through. Emails. Yeah, and when I went through, and I, I went through Some every single one of them yesterday, and there may have been 10 that required some kind of action or response. The rest were just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> or junk or just Hey, you watch your tongue or, over yeah. there, buddy. Unnecessary. Yeah, and there was one that I was like, oh, I feel bad that I, like, I should have put up a thing. So oh, I screwed up. I screwed up because I didn't do the out of office thing. Mm-hmm. I'm bad at that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, the legendary Quaker Oats cereal, Cap'n Crunch, is now 60 years old. And to put that in context, Cap'n Crunch was in the U.S. before the Beatles. Oh, wow. That's how far Cap'n Crunch goes. Uh, the mascot, Cap'n Horatio Magellan Crunch has really earned the white in his mustache. And now for the first time ever, he's also earned an actual captain's uniform. Because if you didn't know, Cap'n Crunch uniform mm -hmm. has always been wrong. Wrong how wrong? Because the gold stripes on his sleeve are oh. below his rank. Oh, wow. How oh, did they I've not catch this. that? I how think did they, they not know that well, when they designed it to begin with? I don't with? think they he's, care. He's not a captain. He's a cap'n. <laughs> so, I mean, they <laughs> he's can do whatever the hell they want to. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> See, an American naval captain wears four gold bars on his sleeves, but Cap'n Crunch has always had fewer. Huh. Initially, wearing only one bar 
one bar makes not you even a, close. One bar makes you an ensign. Uh, then two bars, which make you a lieutenant, and three bars, which means you're a commander. Wow. He's Commander Crunch. Oh, wow. For the 60th anniversary, however, they have finally <laughs> given him four stars, four bars, four rather. Bars. Uh, there is an updated image on social media with the caption, the internet has spoken. <laughs> and we listened. My that's new look funny. and my fourth stripe era. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And they also posted a bunch of bizarre clips of dozens of people in updated cap and Crunch costumes, seeming, seemingly leaving... Uh, Cheesecake Factory, which I think was some kind of promotional stunt at Comic-Con in San Diego, which Mm -hmm. would make sense. But an interesting fact for some of the old schoolers out there, the character was created in 1963 by a TV producer by the name of Alan Burns, who worked on Rocky and Bullwinkle and who co-created the Munsters and the Mary Tyler Moore show. Nice. Is Captain Crunch one of those ones that you guys enjoyed growing up or did it just rip your mouth to shreds? Uh, That was good. I never got it till my mom didn't buy that. So when I moved out at 23, I ate the bleep out of that stuff. It didn't take long for the milk to soften it up. It does ruin the roof of your mouth, but it's so good. I love the crunch berries, though. Like they made a crunch berry (laughs) version of it, and that's really good. It's sweet, but it's solid. Well, I see. We were at, so when we were in Denmark, all of a sudden, the skies opened up and it started to rain. And so we're looking for a place to duck into. And so we just randomly ducked into the De- uh, the Denmark House of Design, where they house all of the innovative designs that were created by Danes. Okay. That's cool. And there's some really cool, like, furniture designs that we've seen Patty use in some of the houses that she's designed and worked on and some of them are kind of iconic looking and one of the designs was the beer bottle for Carlsbad which is not particularly unique but it is a historical artifact Mm -hmm. and it is a Danish beer Mm -hmm. and this particular beer bottle was from like 1907 or something like that and it was just it was cool to see how some brands just never change over time you know they they maintain them they keep them looking the same I saw a commercial yesterday for Sprite, which I think is celebrating their 50th anniversary or something like that. And that Sprite logo, it's it's a little updated, but they managed to update it with keeping in with a very similar font, like a very similar lettering style. And that's always the challenge for any brand is how do we keep it updated but stay true to the essence of our brand that still remains recognizable to the people mm-hmm. who originally fell in love with it? Hmm. In other news that didn't make the news this morning, someone found a lost phone and found on the phone the owner's embarrassing list of life goals. (laughs) This is, see, the good thing about writing your goals down is that you're constantly reminded of them. The Mm -hmm. bad thing is that someone might come across them and and post them them on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not just see them, but post them on the Internet. Because someone found a lost phone at the ski resort in Australia. It was like halfway down the front slope. And they took a (laughs) photo of the front and back so they could help locate the owner. But but on the front screen, the the front screen was open to a list of eight life goals. Okay, life goals. Yeah, so here they are. I'm going to read them to you because they're pretty funny. Uh, Number one. Get jacked to weigh 191 pounds. 191? <laughs> That's my goal, 190. Get jacked. Okay. Number two, quit all nicotine. 
Oh, that's, that's a, a good, good goal. goal to have. Good one. I yep. like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, want to have at least $25,000 in a bank account. There you go. Wow, right. good for you. Uh, number two, have a motorbike. Ooh, a motorbike. Okay. <laughs> number five, get good grades in college. Okay, so obviously this is a younger person. Young man, okay, yeah. so this that, that helps explain things. The get jacked didn't give that away to you yeah. right away. <laughs> <laughs> immediately, well, I was I hoping. Went, immediately, I was, I was hoping. thinking 17. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. I was hoping. No, I think you're absolutely dead on, Fritchie, because the other three are a bit more unique in, in the way that they probably weren't meant to be shared with the world. But number six, get better at fighting. <laughs> Number seven, have three girls on the roster. There you go. I knew it was coming. And number eight, don't on get a <laughs> number eight, don't get a haircut for three months. <laughs> so I don't this know if is... they found the owner, but most people online saw the college grades thing and, and they said that this list isn't that uncommon for that age. A twenty year old guy maybe or or you got to give him credit for, you know, making some decisions about what's important to him and, and setting goals Absolutely. And, and having that focus. I mean, hopefully he sticks with this and that this list will look a little different in so 10 years. If I found the phone, I would add a ninth entry. I would be like, zip phone in pocket so I don't lose it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this sounds like a therapy thing, though. Like, you know, when you're in therapy and they say, right, no matter you what it is. You write down your calls. Just write it down. It yeah. doesn't what do you matter want your if life you want to date like? three women at one time. Write it down. Yeah. Okay. So here's another life goal. If you're looking to change careers, mm-hmm. you want to upend your life, mm-hmm. you feel like you're in a dead-end job, your career's going nowhere, and it's not, it's not bringing you the fulfillment that you hoped it would. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run this one by you. Okay. Especially if you're a 20-something who isn't working and maybe you're just hanging out at home and you're doing odd jobs and errands and still kind of mooching off your parents. Okay. Well, what if you went to work for them, your parents, as a full-time child? I will explain. Right now, in China, the job market sucks. In fact, jobs are so scarce right now in China that young people are being forced out of the labor market. And there's a new trend of them working for their parents as full-time children. (laughs) What are those job responsibilities? (laughs) For $1,000 a month... Uh which is about the average salary in China. That's average. Okay. Some some make more, some make less. But in that country, that's about the average. 1000 bucks a month. For $1,000 a month, the kids spend time with their parents, driving them to here, there, and everywhere. Doctor's appointments. Okay. Stores, shopping. So they're caretaking their parents. Yes. They do the housework. They do all the cooking. And they're, they're just generally on hand for anything that the parents need. Well, that sounds backwards. See, I, I think it sounds if fabulous. I'm, Let's I mean, go. If are, I'm going to live at home, I want my parents driving me around. And I want them cooking <laughs> for me. And no. I want them cleaning the house so I could just sit and watch TV all day. How old are these parents? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Are they elderly yeah, I mean, you figure they are. Yeah. If, if Well, if the kids, kids are, are in, in their, their 20s, 20s they're probably then, just in their 40s and 50s. Right. Mm. Unless they had kids later in life or something, but 
I mean, the isn't the life expectancy in China, or don't they live a lot longer than we do? I mean, and, and healthfully. I don't know about China. Oh, am I thinking Japan, Japan? Definitely. But it's become such a thing this this full time child. <laughs> because I, I I think that's the wrong term to use because it implies that they're helpless or that they need the parent to do this, that, or the other thing for them when, in fact, it's the other way around. Yeah. It's the child taking care of the parents in every way. Total reversal. Mm-hmm. So China's life expectancy is 78. Japan is almost 85. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little different. Uh, but this this full-time child thing has become such a thing that the hashtags, hashtag full-time daughter and hashtag full-time son, have been trending on Chinese social media platforms. Now, obviously, in some cases, the young adults are basically being forced into it because they don't have any other prospects. And so mom and dad are... And, and it's not that uncommon, you know, for your parents to live with you mm-hmm. in China till the day they die. Right. Because of the way the, the family is regarded in the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. But for some families, it's been a mutually beneficial arrangement with both sides being happier than they were before. So this is really working out for them. Hmm. Interesting. I like this idea. And if, you're, <laughs> if your parents are of some means, maybe they're not super rich, but they have enough to afford to... You already got a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. And so they throw you some money to basically not just live with them full time, but you've got to do the jobs. Especially as they're aging, it yeah. That would be incredibly beneficial, I would mm-hmm. think. But then what do you do after they're gone? You live off the money they leave you. <laughs> but it's assuming they have <laughs> any money to leave. Yeah. You. If anyone has dug into what it costs to live in a senior's village or something like that. Thousand dollars a month is a pretty good deal. Oh, yeah. That's a bargain. That is a bargain. You're saving money there. Yeah. All right. We got to take a quick break. Coming up, more news that didn't make the news, including the smartest thing to do after someone hits your car. You're going to want to hear this. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.